0: Welcome to the Inspired and Profitable Mompreneur Podcast, where we cover all things mom entrepreneur from idea to empire. I'm Angela Bell, mom, wife, serial entrepreneur, and general lover of all things pink and sparkly. I firmly believe that moms make the best entrepreneurs, and the best way to be the queen of your mom life is by creating time and financial freedom through your own business. Big or small, we are gonna talk about them all. Let's get started, shall we? Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Inspired and Profitable Mompreneur Show. I'm really excited about our guest today. Today, we have Natalie Jill and Natalie is helping women reignite, redefine and reimagine what aging, uh, what aging has to mean. So, Natalie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's wonderful. So why don't you uh, give our audience a bit of background on you, you know, where you came from and how you built your business?
1: Sure. Oh my gosh, that's a pretty loaded question there. Um, So um, let's see, my background is actually nothing to do with fat loss, fitness, aging, any of that. Um, It sort of all happened by accident. Let me just explain. Um, It was about 15 years ago, a little longer than that. I was actually in corporate America um, doing nothing that had to do with any of these topics. And I had my own massive rock bottom setback. And basically what happened was um, I had just become a new mom, but during that, it was 2007, uh, 2008, around that time, we had a massive financial collapse going on in our country. And during that time, not only was I going through a divorce, um, but I was losing my home. Um, everything I knew was was backwards. I'd also just had a baby. So I had that hormonal situation happening and I had gained a lot of weight, not just normal pregnancy weight, like a lot of weight from eating the McDonald's french fries and hot fudge Sundays, extra fudge and just all the things trying to comfort myself. And I was Very much living in what I speak into now, uh, circumstance. Uh, I'm really big on teaching women to learn to live in possibility. Uh, versus problem and vision versus circumstance. You know, like what do we want versus where are we right now? And I believe that I had to go through uh, that time for me to figure that out. So basically I was in full circumstance, full breakdown. Um, All I could think about was what was wrong in my life. Um, I had one thing I was grateful for, and that was my daughter. Uh, Everything else felt like it was falling apart. And I would play this loop in my brain. And some of you listening know that loop, you know, you're broke, you're overweight, you're loser, you're this, you're that. Like It was just over and over and over. And it would it's like a surround sound of stuff <laughs> telling you why you can't achieve things. And everything changed for me in a moment. Um, I was walking. Um, I, I had two lab, lab dogs and I had uh, my daughter and I was walking in the stroller and I passed one of those mirrors. There's actually not a mirror, a window that had a mirror reflection. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a window yeah. that you see yourself. And I had this moment with myself where I just kind of like stopped and noticed what I was staring at. And it was this moment that is set in my brain forever now, because it was this moment of noticing where I was right then. Like, wow, this you're overweight, you're depressed, you're this, you're that. And you have the surround sound of negativity but what you're looking at there, doesn't have to be your reality. Like we could change that. And it was just this moment, um, but I learned something really important in that moment about decision. And so I decided literally right then and there, I was gonna change my life. I was like, I, I'm done with this. This is not who I need to be. Um, I'm going to to fix all of this. And I turned around and I started walking home. And. Even though that surround sound was still there telling me why I couldn't, what was wrong, all the things, mm-hmm. I kept asking myself, but what if, but what if, but what if there was something else? Yeah. So I got home and I all of a sudden felt like just a little lighter, a little happier. So I turned on the TV and there was Oprah at the time, it was years ago, and um, she was talking about vision and possibility. It was just such divine timing. Mm -hmm. So I started grabbing a bunch of magazines and pulling out um, pictures that inspired me, uh, fit girls, healthy, happy families, ocean view, all the things. And I noticed that as I was looking at these pictures, I started to evoke like this possibility in me, like what if, and I, and I started getting excited and it was a big shift from the four months of depression. So from that moment, the, that day, from that pivotal moment at the window and then doing that in my living room, I changed something changed in me. I started living from possibility versus problem, and everything started to change in my life. so so that's a big question to how it started, but that's that's really how things started for me
0: That's amazing. that's amazing. and there's so much in there. so okay, so you had this moment looking in the mm-hmm. window where you were like, this is not where I have to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How or what do you think it is that allowed you to hang on to that momentum? Because I I can say, I know Mm -hmm. I have moments where I'm like, I'm going to be this. Um, And was it that? you really wanted it or was there something else that allowed you to really stick
1: with? Yeah. So something really stuck in me and I'll encourage anyone listening. That's in that spot right now to just try this on. Even if just today, even just today, start asking yourself as you have the voice popping up, like I'm so busy, I'm overweight. I'm never going to make money. I'm never going to this, my kids, you got all this stuff, right? Like in your brain, like over and over and over again, it's like, it's driving you crazy. What I want you to do is just for today, um, when you hear that stuff, I call it false assumed truths, stop him, just interrupt him, stop him and say, but what if there was something else and let yourself wonder into the what if. Now, when we go to what if it's very easy for that voice to try to tell you why that's not possible, you know, but you have to shut it up, like determined to shut it up and say, but what if, but what if I actually could release this weight? What if I could get in the best shape of my life? What if the business I want to start could take off? What if the network marketing job I'm doing, I could be the top earner? What if my husband was going to start being super supportive? Like you could literally... Play in the what if space and what you'll notice is you get this little fire in your step, you get excited and that gives you momentum. So it is forced at the beginning, Angela, I want to be honest, like it's forced, yeah. but it starts becoming your norm. And it's from that place that you create new results. So from that place, for example, I started taking action. I would look at those pictures and I put them on a decision board. I, call, I used to call them vision board. I call it decision board now because I've decided that's what I'm going to become. I, like I would that. look at that girl on that board that was successful and happy and fit. And I'd say, okay. Natalie, if you're the girl living in that board right there, if that's you, what decisions do you have to make right now? What do you eat? What do you listen to? Who are you friends with? What are you reading? What podcast are you listening to? I would literally ask myself that question and you start taking actions from that future version of yourself. And that's how things start to change.
0: Amazing. Um, I'm going to change the name of my
1: vision board now. Um <laughs> to a decision board yeah because like, a vision board is just a vision right decision is like this is happening
0: yeah I like that perspective a lot a lot more now I know for myself this is where I struggle how did you handle first thing in the morning waking up because mm. I'm committed going to bed I yeah. know who I am yeah in the morning you're tired you know what your yep. day is gonna look like
1: how do you yes Great question. Okay. So I'm not going to act like I have this perfect morning routine because I don't, even though I've answered many times on podcasts, my ideal perfect morning. And I've tried different things, but it actually can feel very deflating when you don't stick to your morning routine. So this is what I do now. This, no matter what I do this and it changes everything. The very first thing I do is I'm not going to tell you not to grab your phone because you're going to grab your phone anyway. Okay. I already know you're going to grab your phone. So I'm going to say, grab your phone, (laughs) but I want you to open the notes section. And on the notes section on your phone, the very first thing I want you to do is write my day today. And I want you to write your intention for the day and everything that's going to happen and how it's going to be. For example, mine, let me just, I'll tell you what mine says today, Mm -hmm. um, just to give you an idea. It literally says, let's let's put it because I just did this this morning, today, I'm going to have an incredible workout. I'm going to be on time early and hydrated Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to be in the sauna there and I'm going to have some great red light therapy and I'm going to allow myself to listen to some fun music or a podcast while I'm doing that. I'm going to have a great conversation with my daughter when I pick her up. I'm going to finish the emails in my inbox waiting for me today. Then I'm going to have a super connected and fun interview with Angela. Then I'm going to have a great recharging walk. Like I literally write what I have going on in the day and what it's going to create. And by doing that, you are living in possibility right from the beginning of the day. So that's the first thing I do. And it's going to feel so good when you do that. Then I get up and I put on uh, either uh, affirmation. Uh, There's some playlists I like that are like affirmations or I'll put on worship music that will Mm -hmm. get me in that space or I'll put on a podcast that's uplifting for me. But I listen to something while I'm getting ready. Those are the two things I do in the morning now that totally change my whole day. I like that a lot.
0: Um, so now you're obviously a mom, um, and you've got a thriving business. Um, Mm -hmm. what would you say to our listeners that Mm -hmm. are just like, I can't find the time. How did you find the time as a mom, new baby?
1: So you're never going to find the time. It's not going to just appear. Like you're not going to find it like a lost pair of, you know, shorts or something. Um, you've got to create it. You have to create it. So I want you to get really honest with yourself, just like I had that honesty moment I just shared looking in the mirror and the window with the mirror view. I want you to get honest of where you're spending your time because if you're scrolling social media at all, you've got time. Mm -hmm. If you are answering text messages randomly, you've got time. If you're flipping on the TV, you've got time. So be honest with yourself of where you're actually spending your time. When I started really looking at that, I could not believe how many times I was picking up my phone and scrolling. Like I just, it's like autopilot. And when you really look at that, you're wasting so much time when you're doing that. So you have the time. It's not going to, you're not going to find it. You have to create it. Okay.
0: Very true. Very true. Um, And now let's talk about aging because I know for myself, I had my kids when I was 34, right? Yeah. twins when I was 34, like a month before I turned 35. And a lot of my listeners are like me a little bit older when we're having kids. Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot is changing around aging and you're really, you know, at the forefront, spearheading kind of this idea that age doesn't define what Mm -hmm. we can do. Um, and so how can, how can we really embrace, especially if our kids are a little older, we've been home and we're like, oh, I'm, I'm too old, too old to blank, start a business, go back to
1: school. Yeah. Okay. So number one, if you say so, that's what I'm going to say first. So whatever you say uh, or believe is your truth. Like that's no question. I'm not gonna argue with you. If you say you are um, too old, you're too overweight, you're too broke or too all this. Okay. That's what you believe you are. Then that's what you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but is that serving you to believe that? That's number one. Is that serving you? Um, number two, what if there's a new possibility? Because those are false assumed truths. A false. I say I kill fat for a living. It's really false assumed truth. So yeah. um, I happen to specialize in, in fat loss. That's, that's a big part of what I do. Um, and I can't tell you how many times I have women come into my programs and they say, um, you know, my doctor said... They start with my doctor said um, because of my hormones. My doctor said because of my hysterectomy. My doctor said because of my age. My doctor said because of my blood hurts. Okay, got it. I got it. Now, if you want to believe that reality to be truth, you will make that happen. So for example, I had a woman come in my program. She's like, I had a hysterectomy. My doctor told me I'm gonna gain 30 pounds and I gained 30 pounds. Is it possible to lose it? And I, you know, it was fun with me, the conversation with her because I said, well, do you believe you can lose it? Well, my doctor said- Got it, but do you, okay, so then I rewind that. Is there any other woman on the planet that's had a hysterectomy and did not gain 30 pounds? Mm -hmm. I don't know, well, let's think about this. Is there any other woman? Yeah, I'm sure there is. Okay, got it. So if there's any other person that that's not their reality, doesn't that mean that that could be a new reality for you too? That's the first thing you have to decide and believe it first. You have to decide and believe it first. Now it's not woo woo. You don't just go, I decide and it happens, but how, why even go after a goal or try to change if you actually don't believe it's possible, mm-hmm. you have to believe it's possible first. So, um, I've been through a lot of iterations of my brand and what I do and who I help. You know, I used to be the 35 year old single mom on a budget. That's not who I am anymore. I'm 50, almost 51. And I'm redefining aging in a lot of ways. But I've been through all the injuries. I've been through all the things. And what I had to look at with every situation is, am I going to live in circumstance or am I going to live in possibility? And when I flip to that, everything changes. Whenever someone says, you don't look your age, I can't believe you're 50 or I can't believe you're 51. My response isn't really, thank you. It's "Well, what is it supposed to look like? Like, who decided that? Who decided so this is a mindset shift first. It has to be a mindset shift first. That's,
0: so, that's true.
1: I, I really, I relate to that a lot because I will be
0: 42 in a month and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everybody's told me I'm going to gain weight at every, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every 10 every 20, Angela. That was when it starts 30, Angela, 40, Angela. And I was like, I don't understand why.
1: So here's <laughs> so the thing, Angela. It's real that things yeah. are harder. That yeah. part's real. Like, yes. Does your metabolism slow down with age? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do your hormones shift with age? Yes. Do you tend to put on more fat, loose muscle as you age? Yes. Does that mean that has to be your result? No. <laughs> so you might have to work harder. Yeah. Like it's not like right now, if I get off track and I gain five pounds, 10 pounds, let's say. I can't just dial it in and it's all gone in a week. I used to be able to do that 15 years yeah. ago. That's not the case anymore. Yeah, But I absolutely can get fit. I, I just, it's just a different, I have to be committed to it. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, when I would eat pizza 15 years ago, it wouldn't do the same thing to my body as it does now. I get flare-ups. I, like, all, it just changes. Mm-hmm. So that's, but are you going to let that be your new result? Or are you just going to go, okay, I just got to work with this differently?
0: hmm yeah, that's, that's, it, the, that's exactly yeah. it. Um, and so now just what sort of changes can can we make as we're getting loosely, like as we're, you know, moving
1: through the 10s, yeah. like
0: to say? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yes. Help us with that.
1: Yes, okay. So the, I, the method I teach is three easy steps, okay? The mm-hmm. first two, you're going to go, okay, really, Natalie, give me something more. But I'm going to tell you they're going to be the most important. Number one is decide. That you got to what we talked about earlier. You have to make a decision. What is it that I want? What is it that I want? Without your reasons why it's not going to happen, you've got to be a firm decision. You cannot do anything else until you make a decision. Number two, you got to get really laser clear on your vision. When I ask women what they want, they give me the "I want to be thin" or "I want to be rich." <laughs> like that's not a vision. Your vision is. I am going to have a business that does a half a million dollars a year and it's stress free and I've got a great team working for me and I am so confident in my own skin. I'm a size six and I'm wearing fitted stylish clothes and people's heads are turning and I feel confident. That's a vision. So number two is what's your vision? And then number three, after vision, after decision and vision is your actions and your actions have to come after those first two steps. And your actions are all the things that you're going to create and do from a place of decision and vision, not from circumstance, not from circumstance. I got to say that from the rooftops. If you try to take actions from circumstance, you will fail because it feels defeating. It feels defeating to say, everything is wrong with my body. I'm in pain, my hormones, my metabolism, this and that. And I've got to eat this way. (laughs) Like that doesn't feel empowering, right? That doesn't feel empowering. Mm -hmm. So decision, vision, and then action. And then just to answer your question, because you want some like laser actions to to give you some really basic things to do. Number one, you got to unprocess your diet. Um, Drop the excuses and eat real natural unprocessed food. You know what that means. If you don't, Mm -hmm. it's foods that once grew. Stop listening to people saying that that's dumb advice because it's not dumb advice. That makes think about it, it's common sense. It grew. It once grew. It's in its natural state. It's meant to heal and and help heal and help our bodies. So natural real and processed foods, you've got to get really committed to hydrating. Um, A big reason to not be having processed foods is you don't want to disrupt your already disrupted hormones. You don't want to mess up your already slowed down metabolism. So eat foods that once thrive, make sure you're hydrated enough and you've got to move more. You've got to move more. Stop sitting at your desk all day. Stop sitting around. You got to move, move your body more. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I have to say when I cut out processed foods and started drinking more water, it was life-changing.
1: Right, and people want to fight it. They're (laughs) like, I've got to be all these extreme things. I'm like, no, you just, just start with that. And I feel like it's gotten so much easier now too with, you
0: know, like bubbly mm. that's flavored. Like you're not just drinking yeah
1: water, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. drinking as I'm talking to you right now. Like I yeah. like sparkling water. I somebody, will, somebody will probably send me a message about why sparkling water is dangerous, whatever. I don't buy into all the like ridiculous stuff. I just am saying do use common sense. And, and one thing I tell my fat loss women in all my meal plans is let's focus on addition versus deprivation. So Mm -hmm. instead of all the things you shouldn't have, like, let's look at all the things you should have. And how do we get more of that into our diet throughout the day? Um, when you get in so much of the good, you make less room for the not so good. Right. So it makes a big difference.
0: Yeah, it does. And then when it comes to movement, um, does it have to be like a 30 minute sweat session? Does it have nope. to be anything No,
1: nope. nope. It has to be what's intense and progression for you. So what I mean by that is um, if you're listening right now, let's just say, um, let's talk about pull-ups, for example. Let's say you can do 10 pull-ups, no problem. You are a badass, you're good, <laughs> you can do that. And somebody else listening is like, I can never do a pull-up, I've never been able to do any. The person that's never done any, by you working towards a pull-up, And the person that can knock out 10 easily working towards knocking out 20, Mm -hmm. those are both progression and intensity based. So it's about looking at yourself where you're starting from and go, what's progression and intensity for me? So for instance, if you're a couch potato and you haven't worked out in five years, you've done nothing and you're not active, and you're like, oh, but how am I going to get to a spin class? Or how am I going to do that? What I'm going to say is just go for a walk first. Like that's that's your first step because that's more intensity and progression for you. So you take whatever you're doing right now and you've got to up it. You've got to up it a notch to make progression and intensity for you. And that's where to start. Um, there's nothing wrong with long workouts. There's nothing wrong with intense, you know, extreme workouts. But I want everybody listening to start with what's challenging and progression for them.
0: That makes a lot of sense how about um can you touch a little bit on uh, giving ourselves some grace with changes in life so for example two years ago two and a half years ago i used to be able to run you know 50 kilometers in a day or 100 kilometers in a day mm-hmm. today i'm proud of my 5k because yeah. drop training things kind of went the way they did But I know for a lot of us, it can be so hard to let go of what we do and then look at ourselves now and be like, oh, you know, my 5K is not enough because it's not this.
1: Yeah. And I, I've lived that to be honest with you. Like if you were to, if you were to Google me, um, and press images, all you'll see, like I was probably 15 pounds lighter. I was super lean. I was ripped. I was doing all these crazy ring workouts and track workouts. That's really what I started in fitness. Um, that's not realistic for my body. Now I've had four major injuries, uh, a disc rupture, a torn bicep, broken foot. Like I've had four surgeries in the last few years. Um, That's not realistic for my body and inflammation. So, so it was, instead of being in circumstance of like all the stuff I can't do, which some of you listening are like, Oh, all these things I can't do thats circumstance. What I want you to say is, okay, that's not who I am anymore. I'm a new person. You're all your cells have been turned over. You're new. Right now, today, what can you take on? What can you learn? What can you do differently? My workouts today are so different than they were 10, 15 years ago. And it's fine. I'm still super fit. I still feel really good. Um, All the things, but they had to change with the times. But I looked at that as an opportunity and a solution versus a problem. So if you're stuck on all the things you used to do, what you were, then you are living in in problem still and circumstance. And that's what you've got to shift first.
0: Perfect. And how, how would you start shifting that? What would be the first step?
1: Yeah. To decide right now on this session, as you're listening to this, I'm done with that story. I'm done letting pain dictate. I'm done letting my age dictate. I'm done comparing to the past. I'm done. Instead, I'm going to redefine 40. I'm going to redefine 30. I'm going to redefine 50, whatever it is for you. And I encourage fine evidence of people stepping into what you were what doing. When I look at social media or people I follow or listen to, I don't want anyone that makes me feel bad about myself. That's for sure. But I am going to look for people winning in areas that I want to win in. So for instance, if you're 40 years old and you are feeling old, put, you know, over the hill, all the things, don't follow other 40 year olds feeling old and over the hill, follow people that are living their best life in their forties, because that is motivational and switch your mindset from, I don't love that it's triggering me to what are they doing? I want to learn how to do that too. Like when you see somebody that represents what you want, it's very natural with women, especially to want to tear down, you know, like to go, oh, but why as instead of you should be asking, what are they doing? How can I learn from them? You know, I have a fun, interesting story. Years ago, I was training a client and um when i was in person and i asked her uh what her vision was and what she um what she wanted and she described she'd be wearing these cute workout outfits and she'd have this tight body and everyone in the gym would look at her like oh my gosh what is she doing she described this like tiny waist and really curvy and the whole thing and we were training and this woman walks in um in queue to workout outfit, super tan, super fit, tiny waist, all the things, short shorts, little sport bra, whatever. And my client rolled her eyes and went like that. Interesting. Yeah. So I called her forth on it. I said, interesting. Do you remember our first session when you told me what it is that you wanted for yourself? Yes. Then why did you just cancel it when you saw somebody that looks like that? Mm-hmm. Instead, you should be saying, I want that. What is she doing? Yeah pay attention to that. Ladies listening, we're doing that. We're judging instead of asking and supporting. And I'll tell you, I don't know anybody successful fit that isn't open book on sharing what they're doing. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's so true. That is so true. If someone
1: walked up to you, Angela, you know, and said, oh my gosh, I love this about you. How did you get, you'd answer it. Yeah. You'd feel flattered. Absolutely
0: they are like, hey, do you want a coffee? Let's, I'll yeah, tell
1: you all yeah. of it. <laughs> like said, right here. When they roll really your eyes at you and judge, you're certainly not going to help them, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. And now I just say, I'm so sorry and carry yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So Natalie Jill, where can, where can our, our listeners and our viewers, where can they find you? Where can they yeah. learn about you?
1: Amazing. Well, I'm on social media a lot. So Natalie Jill Fitz um Natalie Jill fit on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I have a podcast called Listen Up. Uh, and then my website's nataliejill.com.
0: Amazing. Yeah, amazing. And is there anything you want to, anything additional you want to tell our readers about or anything you've got going on?
1: Let's see. I I don't I just want to tell you to to really take that question I gave you seriously. Take that seriously. The question I asked you at the beginning of this. Um what if asking yourself, what if, I mean, I've, I've helped, gosh, I've helped 255,000 women to date transform their lives and it's, they will all tell you if you were to have a conversation, what changed, they say, I had to start asking what if, and I had to start operating from possibility. That's number one. You know, I see clients um, in two different fields. I have two different businesses. One is in the fat loss space and aging. The other one is sales and marketing. I help people dial in their messaging. And honestly, my method is similar for both. My message is similar for both my business clients. I ask them, what are you deciding? What's your vision? Are we operating from possibility? I don't take a business client that comes to me with everything broken that wants to stay stuck and broken. I can't help them. So it's the same concept. So what I want you to know, you listening, is you are here for a purpose. You're here for a reason. You've got a long life ahead of you and you get to choose. Do I want to live from problem or possibility?
0: Fantastic. Mm -hmm. That is... Very good wisdom and I'm now thinking about it deeply. <laughs> I'm like I love it. Where do I want to go from? Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for everything that you shared. It was really great talking to you. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. And thank you everybody for tuning in to the inspired and profitable mompreneur. Thank you for listening to the Inspired and Profitable Mompreneur podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard Please leave a review and tell the other mompreneurs in your life. We rise faster when we work together. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our future episodes. You can follow me, Angela Bell, on Instagram and Facebook at i.am.angelabell and visit my website at angelabell.ca. Until next time, remember, the woman you see when you look in the mirror is exactly what a successful entrepreneur looks like.